welcome to the podcast. I'm Steve McDonald, founder of Content Strategies. We've got a really interesting conversation today with Mariana Just. She is the VP of Revenue Marketing for a company called Acrolinks, a content governance company. We talk about the importance of content and thought leadership content and how that can be used as an advantage, a competitive advantage for you and your company. So you and I are both very vested in content, right? And, and believers in content by the companies and, and the roles that we play. But if you had to put the importance of content on a scale of its overall impact on the success of the business, where one, not at all, 10 content would be vital, right? Where would you put content on that scale, one to 10? It's vital. I think it's oxygen. And organizations, and I think the future of content is this concept of content as an asset. What is your content worth? And we can help our customers figure all of that out. But a lot of organizations are not talking enough about the, the value of content. We know how much a lead costs. We know how much an opportunity costs. But we are not talking enough about uh, cost of content and this concept of, of content as an asset. So it's absolutely vital. I sometimes like to make provocative statements. Uh, one of the ones that I make is that there is no demand generation without content. And sometimes I will talk to organizations who they'll come in, oh, I need to, to build my demand gen function and, and that engine, and I'll bring content in later. Absolutely not. You either need to have that content machine going, or you bring them both together at the same time. But it is absolutely vital. And, and the reason why it's vital is because what demand gen is promoting is content. That's the product. Yeah, that's the that's what we we are using uh, to educate. And I I also am anti saying that it's bait or it's to sell. It's to educate. It's to provide a wonderful customer experience throughout the entire stage of of the buying cycle from that very top of the funnel content down to uh, onboarding to customer success to customer marketing absolutely vital throughout the entire funnel and how would you put it in there's going to be some people that are listening here that are saying uh, i agree i agree right uh, what is the role when you when you think about content Talk to me a little bit about thought leadership content versus product marketing content, right? Versus, you know, use case or, you know, the the, the typical content you're, you're putting out in demand gen. Like, how are you in your mind kind of separating out the different kinds of content that we should be yeah. creating? I think different content serve different purposes and they can serve different people in different stages, uh, different audiences. An executive team is going to probably care more about thought leadership content. They want to hear from other C-level uh, executives. So writing that way, uh, you probably don't want to form in front of something you're going to offer to an executive team, right? So there is thinking about 
what does the executive leader wants and needs versus what the um, the person that's doing the evaluation of the product, right? Because oftentimes it's a C-level executive saying, go evaluate this, come back to me. And with that person that's evaluating, you're giving more tactical, maybe educational content about how to go about, let's say, using acrolinks, right? Whereas that C-level person might want to hear from my CMO and may want to come to a fireside chat, right? And hear from other like-minded people. So that distinction is very, very important. And again, keep your audience in mind. Who are they and where they like to uh, look at content, read content, what types of content they for and build sort of your um your ecosystem that way you know it's interesting thought leadership content um it impacts the top of the funnel it impacts the bottom of the funnel um yeah i think it's a, a stat it was 56 percent of the b2b buying decision is actually emotionally based so mm -hmm. the company certainly its products its features the solutions have to make sense right Acrolinks may be in a very different uh, situation than a lot of people that are listening right now, where there's a number of different competitors that that offer very, very similar solutions. Right? So that thought leadership content, um, I just wanted your opinion on that to share with providing a reason to believe that you as a company are experts in the industry right? That there's confidence in those buyers that are making those decisions. They want to know where the industry is going, right? They want to hear a point of view that they're not hearing from everyone else. Yes. And so 100%. there's there's a big role in that. In fact, that these decisions that are being made, lots of times are being made on a risk-averse basis, very emotionally charged, right? Um, so what's your your thought in terms of kind of the importance of thought leadership content and impact on the on the pipeline and revenue. Yeah, I thought you said something interesting, which is the uh, developing that opinion, right? And I think thought leadership is uh, a lot of, about that. You are saying something with authority and you are distributing that out, whether you're creating sort of and building your own network on LinkedIn, right? We see that so much today with a lot of influencers who are sharing their opinion and now you've got a flock of people following them and going by what they say. I think that that's really important. Develop your uh, your your opinion and your narrative and, and build uh, towards that, right? Uh, it can come in the form of a podcast. It can come in the form of, like I said earlier, a little uh, fireside chat and bringing people together in this community. It is incredibly important and it's been very helpful in our ability to continue to uh, generate pipeline, but accelerate that pipeline. We bring a lot of our prospects together in sort of this mm -hmm. format, community format, where they're hearing from other customers and they're hearing from thought leaders and SMEs in our organization. I think that that helps develop trust, build that trust. When And when they hear from a customer and the, we've got that executive in the room, it is really, really important uh, for people to, uh, to essentially build that trust. I think it's very, very important. And like you said, the, the emotional aspect of it, when you've got that trust built, it is very important. People, uh, people want to want to see that. 
And I love what you're talking about there because there's trusting numbers and if there's a number of other customers and executives and thought leaders that are very like-minded and talking about how important it is, what your company is doing, what allows your, your prospects, and your customers to do, um, that gives that gives a safety zone that gives confidence right a hundred percent I wish more companies uh, did it as a buyer of uh, software especially Martech I I look at a lot of our vendors as okay you have an opinion about this what can you tell me what's happening in the industry right now how are your customers doing I actually feel like a lot of companies don't do this enough and it is incredibly incredibly valued valuable. And no company wants to be a vendor, right? We want to be partners with Solution our customers. provider, right, right. And everything that you've just been talking about there takes you from a vendor to a partner. And a partner is going to help with the overall success of their customers. And so that translates, yes, it resonates from what you do, but how it impacts the greater industry and their success. And yeah, just being selling on features and benefits and not bringing that greater conversation together and leading that conversation um, pretty much is going to guarantee you to regulate or relegate yourself to being a vendor in the industry. Yes, 100%. You don't want to just be that that vendor. You want to be that partner. And um, there's many ways to, to do that. And uh, very, very important. Well, Mariana, thank you very much. Um, I, I almost don't want to Thank stop you. the conversation. It's so it's so I love this. I, I I absolutely love it. Thank you for for having me. This has been a fabulous conversation. I, I hope we can do it again soon.